Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 Very happy new year to you for me, Paul Cooney, and in the studio with me, the Australian star, Craig Moore. Craig, happy new year. Happy new year, Paul. Happy new year, listeners. Um, ready to go again for another great year. You're looking pretty good on it. You obviously oh. didn't party like it was 1999. Oh, I'll tell you what, <laughs> get, get older, the partying is less and less. But I'll tell you what, I still had a really nice time uh, with family and friends uh, to see the new year year in and really excited about about what uh, this year can bring well good luck to everyone thanks for tuning in throughout 2021 and with us here in 2022 so the big headline tonight Nathan Patterson is on Merseyside the Rangers fullback yeah he is still a Rangers uh, fullback at the moment he's had his medical this afternoon ahead of a 16 million pounds move to Everton. Let's get the very latest. Craig, you've been on the phone. What is the situation? Yeah, look, we're first and foremost, uh, as you touch on, uh, subject to medical. So we're, we're thinking within the next 24, 48 hours, there'll be something announced. Um, it, it seems to be fantastic business from Rangers to, to potentially get up to 16 million pounds for a promising player who hasn't played a lot of football uh, for for Glasgow Rangers, now gets that opportunity, uh, Paul, to go and really test himself um, down in the the English Premiership if if all things go through. And and look, a wonderful opportunity for the boy because Giovanni Van Bronckhorst did try to fit him in as a left fullback. It didn't work. He's a serious player, senior internationalist, Great opportunity for Nathan Patterson. But he just wasn't getting the the game time yeah. um, under the manager and it was almost inevitable that he would go good business by Rangers. So here's what we do know. The deal will be up to £16 million if it all happens with all the add-ons. Yes. You're going to tell us a bit more about how it's structured. It's not done yet, but it will be. Yep. And there's huge optimism on both sides, all sides, Rangers, Everton and uh, Nathan Patterson himself, that it will happen. How is the deal structured? What do you think? How much up front? Well, the, the, the talk is that it's, it's you know between £9 or £10 million up front, um, which is fantastic for Rangers. It puts them in a really, really good position if they want to strengthen uh, to be able to say to Giovanni, yep, here is some money to go and um, add um, to the squad. There's also some performance-based bonuses that are structured within that contract, uh, Paul, that should see that climb up to, to 16 million if Nathan goes on and, and does what we'd all expect in terms of playing regular for, for Everton. And then Rangers have also got the opportunity for a sell-on, um, which again, it would be based on, on how he does. In terms of transfers out of Rangers, this would go down as a record breaker. It would be the biggest that there has been. Um, you know, Prior to that, you've had eight to nine million, the likes of Alan Hutton, um, Jean-Alain Boomsong. Yeah. You played alongside both? Both. Yeah. Uh, Hutton was a little bit younger, yeah, but seen him coming <laughs> through. Carlos yeah. Queller. And 
Giovanni Van Broncos himself, yeah. the eight, manager. Eight million, but that was in uh, 2001, Long so it's 20 years ago. 20 over 20 years. years ago. Yes. It's a big uh, time for Ross Wilson, isn't it? Because you know he hasn't traded a player yet, but it looks as though he's now traded somebody and they've got a lot of money in. And, and people say, oh no, we don't need to sell or whatever. But this is the model for Rangers, yep. for Celtic, and actually most clubs. Yeah, and look, this is something that probably about 12 to 18 months ago, Stuart Robertson at Rangers mm-hmm. come out and, and, and explained that you know there needs to be this business model in terms of um, being able to um, sell your players at the right pr- the right price, the high price to then be able to, to to go and strengthen again. Nathan Patterson potentially is probably that first real test in terms of seeing that happen. Um, but I'm sure over the, the the next you know two to five years you're going to see that more often uh, within Rangers, but also um, you know other clubs in Scotland. It's about getting the player at the right price and then being able to maximise that to, to move him on elsewhere. Of course, he's uh, he's become. He's the first choice Scotland fullback, isn't he? Yeah. You'd agree. Yes. Um, so it's going to be difficult to keep him out of the team. Yeah. But the captain, James Tavernier, yeah. I mean, I know he's had his ups and downs, but last year he was absolutely immense for Rangers. Yeah. And uh, you know, he wasn't going to displace him. Not anytime soon. No, again, you look at, uh, you know, Tavernier, um, you touch on it, he's, he's the captain, he, he leads by example, he gives his all. Look, like a lot of players in terms of the, the first part of the season, I think, um, you know, chopping and changing the, the starting 11, I think had an influence on all players in terms of them not being able to bring their best. But he has still stepped up with those big moments and uh, clearly Nathan Patterson was not going to nudge him out of that starting right fullback position. So this... Deal um, that we're we're discussing to to Everton certainly makes, I think, a a great deal of sense for all parties. We spoke to GVB last week just before it it all shut down for the winter break. Remember, we'll be back on January the 17th. First uh, game will be Celtic against Hebs. Everyone will be back. And we hope the fans will be back too. We'll talk about that during the next hour, Paul Cooney and Craig Moore. Um, But GVB was speaking about the transfer window and how busy it would be. Well, we always anticipate, you know, that's the most important thing. If it eventually it will be uh, a busy transfer window, I don't know yet. But, uh, you know, we are, uh, we are well prepared and we have to wait and see what, um, what the transfer window will bring for us. Well, the transfer window will shut in 28 days, 5 hours and 50 minutes. Yep, sky's on in the background. <laughs> um, but, so Rangers fans, what do you yep. think? 0808 17 17 700. Are you going to miss Nathan Patterson? Is it potential that would have been seen in the coming years? Or, I mean, are you weakened by not having him? Craig, I put that to you. Is this well, a good move or a blunder? No, I think, look, I, I think it's a great move for the player. I, I think uh, business wise, it's a great move for, for Rangers Football Club. Uh, do they leave themselves light in terms of the one right fullback? Balogun is the only one that's probably been shifted into that position and he's he's been out injured. So it gives Giovanni the opportunity to potentially strengthen that in that area or look at another academy prospect. And it's a chance for someone else yeah. uh, to come through. Yeah. It's great money, isn't it? So overall, you reckon the deal will be about 10 million up front, nine or 10? 10? 10 million, yeah. Yeah, you're hearing 10 million up front with, with, with add-ons that could take that right up to, to 16 million, which for me is, is incredible incredible business. When you start getting 10, 10 plus for, for the players up here in Scotland, it shows that you're doing the right things. But he's leaving a Rangers top of the table six points ahead of Celtic yep. um, and going to Everton 
who are in turmoil. You know, Rafa has never really been accepted by the fans because of he's a Liverpool legend. So he's he's crossed Stanley Park. Yeah. Uh, they're in a really bad run. Yeah. Mashiri, the, the owner, the main owner, yes. seems to be behind him. Yeah. But uh, it's tricky days for Everton. And this weekend they've got a tough tie in the Cup. In the Cup yeah. against uh, Hull, Hull City. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, it's just as you yeah. were talking there, I think a uh, funny situation. You had Nathan Patterson here who couldn't get a start behind captain Tavernier. He's gone to Everton. Yep. Yeah. And the right fullback is the captain, Coleman. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's a, but I think that he's going to get those opportunities to to play. Uh, Coleman's been a, a great player for Everton, but has been in and out due to to injuries. Um, a fantastic move for everybody. But there's been a lot of clubs, and we'll go into the to the Celtic mm-hmm. situation as well, who have been very active, very early in the transfer market. We will indeed. That's Craig Moore directing the show tonight as well, keeping us right on top of it. 0808 17 17 700. Rangers fans, what do you think? I think there was an, an inevitability about it. He hasn't actually gone yet, but Nathan Patterson is on Merseyside. He's had the medical today, the first part of it, and then the next day or two, it will be signed, sealed, delivered, and he'll be theirs. Yeah. Yep. So for Celtic fans, so you know over the last few days, Celtic haven't wasted any time at all. In fact, in Hugmane, we heard the deal started. So it's uh, the trio of Japanese stars, Maeda, the striker, Mm -hmm. Hatati, the left defender, left fullback, and uh, Idaguchi, who wants to be known as Gucci, versatile (laughs) midfielder. Where will we start? What about uh, Maeda, who's played under uh, a great friend of yours, the ex-Rangers player, Kevin Muska? Yeah, he has, and also under current uh, Celtic boss, Ange Postacoglu. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is a player that Ange will know very well, Maeda. Uh, was joint uh, top goal scorer in the J-League this season 22 goals I believe um, he is an absolute flying machine He's he has blistering pace um, so you know this is a player that's definitely going to stretch opponents uh, he's Excited, obviously, you know, with Kyogo, I think for all these Japanese players, with Kyogo setting the benchmark and coming in uh, all the players that have signed are really excited mm. Really excited to come and, um, and and share that journey with Kyogo and, and look to try and bring more trophies, I, I guess, to Celtic Football Club. But his pace, his pace. We, yeah. Hatati, you touch on in terms of uh, he, he's a you know versatile left sided player. He looks as if he might uh, you know be the the choice of left fullback, Paul. You know because I know you got Taylor who's been in and out with injury, but that might be the the, the left fullback position for Hatate. And Idaguchi, Gucci as he wants to be yep. called, has real flexibility in the middle of the park midfield areas, which gives you a great deal of choice for Ange Postacoglu. And everyone wants to follow what uh, Kyogo Furuhashi has done. Yep. Is it possible? What's the likelihood of? Uh, any of the three of them hitting the ground the way that Kyogo has because he's arguably oh, the outstanding player of the season so far. Incredible uh, the way that he's, he's come to Scotland, hit the ground running, played the, the game with a smile on his face, scored goals, which is what he needs to do as a, as a striker. But look, these players will have the perfect opportunity to, to come and make exactly the same impact. And the reason why I say that is because they have a season behind them in terms of their season is calendar year. They've had a, a two or three week freshen up. They've had 30 games under their, their belt already. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to go into the back half of, of the, the Scottish season in a really, really good order. Some good residual fitness that puts them in a good position to start well. Celtic fans, what do you reckon then you've got the three Japanese? Would you be worried? Because, Craig, you spent your life playing yeah, yeah, much of it at Rangers. You yep. were Newcastle, Munchen, Gladbach, mm-hmm. etc. But uh, you spent a lot of time in the aircraft and the 747 going uh, down to Australia and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. So what, yeah. what do you feel for, for the Japanese players if they're all in action? Oh, in terms of the international yeah, stuff, we've got the international yep. window and Japan yep. are in the same group as Australia. It is a lot of travel. It is a big trip. 
Um, but nowadays, um, it's it's not a huge concern to me, you know, because no. uh, the, the the players will travel. They they travel in the right manner. Um, you know, they'll they'll get their treatment. They'll make sure they've got the right medication so that they're sleeping at the right times. They're wearing their skins. They're well looked after. Mm. And when they turn up, whatever they, they, they may turn up for, they're ready to go. They're not at the back of the aircraft. That's what you're telling me. They're definitely yep. not at the back of the bus. Been a long time since you were at the back of the bus as well. Craig Moore played so many times for Rangers and Australia. Ange Postacoglu, I mean, we talked about him last week. I heard you and Rob the other night. I got yep. heard your team of the season yes. so far. Yep. Um, for Ange Postacoglu, it could hardly have gone better for him, really, could it? Given mm-hmm. the shambles he inherited in the summer. So, yep. this and still challenging Rangers. It wouldn't mm. want to be six points behind, but that has happened. Yep. You know, a couple of draws there where they would have been expected to win. But the one trophy up for grabs has got the green and white ribbons on it. Yeah, so you look, you've got to be extremely impressed with the with the start that Ange Postacoglu has made. Um, you know, to come in and have to make the amount of changes um, that was needed. Mm. You're talking, you know, 12 to 15 changes um, to, to, to make those changes for those players to gel as quickly as, as what they have done and to win the first trophy of the season. You've got to um, you've got to say that Ange Postecoglou has done an extremely good job. People thought that he was left field, and you know what? What does he know about Scottish football? Yep. Uh, you know, sometimes you can be clouded by that. Um, he's come in and done a fantastic job, and I think has been. Um, he, he, people have taken to him well. The media love him. He's very direct. He gives you answers. Um, he gives you that growl, and he'll use that <laughs> that mate terminology to his his advantage. But no, he's done well, Paul. Did you hear him having a real go at you? As a, did, did he ever really have a go at you? Well, we, we, kind of, we kind of had a falling out when we first met because well, when, he, when he went yeah. to Brisbane, I was mm. a little bit older and, and felt as if I knew it all, Paul, right. to be honest mm. with you. <laughs> he came in and wanted to, to make his changes and, and I was you know at that stage where I was coming to the end of my career. So where our initial meeting was not a fantastic one, mm. but we, we worked together um, with the national team because he then got the national team job. I'd reached out to him. We got on extremely well because we're both passionate and we both want to see football played in the right manner and people make the most of their opportunities. Well, sadly, there are no supporters at the moment. There could have been 500, but when you look at it in England, and I know there's controversy today, look at the, is it the darts final? You know, the the semi-finals, the quarterfinals, is it 3,000 pounds? Uh, 3,000 fans are there a day. So Leicester, a bit of controversy because Madison Chowdhury and uh, Barnes were all there yesterday. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 18 games have been called off in England, but at least it's still going ahead. Thousands of people. You watched uh, Chelsea Liverpool last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it's difficult, isn't it? I'm hoping... People get boosted. I think we got to 80%, got the third jab. It was offered, certainly, you know, by New Year, that people get it and uh, we continue with life. And that's that, for me, is a very clear message. Continue with life. Get your vaccinations. If you're going to be out and about, get that done. Um, and we want to see fans. Mm. We want to see lots of fans. We want to see full stadiums. We're seeing it in England. We want to see that in Scotland as well. We sure do. I do love this uh, comment from Ange Postacoglu when he said about supporters. What, no supporters? I don't like it. Like I said, you know, I'm, I'm super happy with the way, way the boys went about it today, but did I enjoy the game? No. Like I said, I had a season of it in, in Japan and I just don't think it's it's the same game. It's just, you know, we all need to realise that it's the supporters, you know, that make the game, you know. They're the ones that create the atmosphere, that make those special moments and I don't think it'd be any one player or, or anyone, uh, any manager who, who enjoy playing in an atmosphere like this. 
and deep down, Craig, that's what most people think, yeah. isn't it? Let's get the fans in. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. look, that is the most important thing. I think a lot of the time we we um, we don't recognise the supporters. Mm. Uh, in terms of the investment that they make into their football club, um, the, the traditions and cultures, and, and it's gone through you know two, three, four, five different family members. It's, yep. it's brilliant. They make our game. You're keeping one eye uh, on the telly where in, what, 10 minutes it's going to be Manchester United against Wolves. Wolves hard to beat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man United, are they going to be top four even? They were one of your title contenders, weren't they? Yeah, they've they've, they've let me down. It's not going to happen, is it? It's definitely not going to happen. The changes that come in, Ralph Ragnick coming in, we've not seen an immediate response. But I still think they can be like top four, and uh, you know. But Man City, Man City at the moment. Are can just, anyone catch them? No, though? I don't think so. I think they're just an absolute machine. Doesn't matter what player players go out and play for them; they're, they're exceptional. And that's without. I keep saying without a main centre forward. Yeah, Incredible. it's amazing, isn't it? But they must have enjoyed the game at Stamford Bridge yesterday. You know, Liverpool two up, not so good for them because Liverpool probably the closest uh, yeah. to them. Uh, up against Chelsea and ends up 2-2. Yeah, and this was um, this was an incredible game of football, yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't I mean, it? Liverpool, as we expect, we see them so quickly out of the traps and they, they go into what looked like going to be a, a comfortable performance match for them, 2-0 up, but... Credit to Chelsea, Tuchel, um, who left out Lukaku. Mm. Big, yep. big, big noise and left him out of the squad. Big meeting today between the two. So he trained this morning. That yes. is the news. I was listening to, uh, to Jim and Simon and Talk Sport. They mm. trained and they had a meeting afterwards. But we haven't heard the outcome of mm. Tuchel. And I almost said versus Lukaku. Yeah, But yeah. it was it was a strange thing for him to talk about. I mean, I get it. He was playing to the Italian media. It was yep. Sky um, Italy. You know, and I'd love to be there at some point. But it did seem a bit disrespectful given that they paid... Ninety-seven and a half million pounds. Yeah, so it's a lot of money. But what we did see from Chelsea is we seen we seen a fight back, didn't we? We yeah. seen a fantastic goal. I mean, a really credit, incredible goal from Kovacic. Yeah. Technique, oh my word, um, and, and Pulisic as well, yeah. who gets in. So look, wonderful game. But Man City are right without kicking a, a ball. Sat there very very happy with that result. Real Madrid, PSG, Bayern Munich and Juventus today open talks with Antonio Rüdiger's representative. Mm-hmm. So uh, pre-contract it would be because he's out of contract in the summer. Yep. Um, wow, that could be one of the biggest ever. We've got Nathan Patterson who will be Rangers' biggest ever sale. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, because it will be before it was about 9 million, 10 yes. million for yep. Alan Hutton. Uh, I wonder what's, who's going to be the biggest transfer in, in the window here. Yeah, look, it's an interesting one. I, I'm waiting to see the, the the activity that's going to go on at Newcastle. Um, we know that that um, they're definitely the money is there. They're mm. in a position where they want to strengthen. The, probably the latest name that we're hearing is Trippier from mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid, who possibly has a, a buyout of, of 30, 31 million pound. That's loose change for, for the Saudis, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> so it'll yeah. be interesting to see what, what, how, um, yeah. what he brings in. But I think there's going to be uh, certainly a lot of strengthening to do at Newcastle. Keep your eyes out for that. Craig Moore, Paul Cooney, we've been heading the phones this afternoon, finding out what's happening. We've got news, more news for Celtic fans. A player that I'm sure you would love to sign. Talks have been going on today with Benfica about Jota. So we're going to bring you more on that shortly. Uh, Hebs uh, are also interested in a Celtic player who's been out in loan, Ewan Henderson. Tell you more about that. And also, Hebs are uh, after someone else at Ross County who's on loan. Uh, There's a lot on the go today, but that main headline, uh, Nathan Patterson, uh, he went down to Merseyside. First part of the medical has happened. And uh, all sides saying, it's not done yet, but it will be. And there's huge optimism 
it is going to happen. Are you optimistic about it, Rangers fans? What do you feel? Um, it's inevitable almost, but what do you think? 0808 17 17 700. Back in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Delivering cars to taxi drivers in Scotland for over 20 years. Let's go. And that's you right up to date there with the traffic and travel. Paul Cooney with Craig Moore on the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks to Joe Day who was on earlier this afternoon. And thanks to everyone making the switch. We're on from five every night. Well, a busy night here in football. Nathan Patterson down south, ready to sign for Everton. The deal is almost there. Not quite done, but it will be the biggest sale in the history of Rangers Football Club. Yeah, and it'd be an amazing move for the player who who hasn't been able to, to get that starting position that he's desperately been looking for. So in the end, this seems like um, most definitely will be the right move for player, um, but also you know a great bit of business for Rangers to potentially you know get the, the ten million pound that they're talking up front, walking up to sixteen million. Fantastic business. Who's next? Will there be any more? Um, GVB did say last week they might not sell yeah. or buy during yeah. the window, but now that Nathan Patterson is about to go. Do you think they're going to... Sometimes you get a more? snowball effect. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you do. Yeah, look, I mean, the only other player that... I mean, there's been speculation uh, with Aribo, uh, you know, possible links and uh, interest from Southampton down in the Premier League. You can understand why that interest would come about because Aribo's been... Outstanding. Yeah. yeah. He's been Rangers' best. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. And there's also been speculation about Barisic, um, who, you know, has, has, has had an OK season. Um, he's been linked continually to, to clubs down south as well. And that would be a similar position for me, Paul, in terms of that Rangers then would need to go. They've got Bassi that can go to left fullback, no problem at yep. all, but would need to look to strengthen in terms of who's that next left fullback that, that can have that two for every position scenario. Conor Golson, do you think he'll go? I know that wouldn't be big money because he's almost a, what his contract doesn't yes. get that long to go, but he hasn't signed a new deal. Mm-hmm. Do you think he is going to go? I think the longer this plays out, I mean, I can actually see Connor Goldson committing to a new contract at Rangers. Um, if you ask me, you know, four, four, six weeks ago, I go, no, he's probably going to um, see his contract out and, and try and see if there's better out there. I just feel as if what Giovanni's doing, um, there's been buy-in from the whole group. I, I think that Goldson will definitely want to be a part of something. But Rangers will want to try and get that business done sooner rather than later. I'll ask you more about Rangers shortly. What about Celtic then? So, Celtic have been in talks today with Benfica, mm-hmm. who've just had a change of manager, manager. haven't they? just gone, to secure the signing of Jota. Now, we mentioned Kyogo, yeah. but when Jota, just before he got that injury, he yeah. was almost overtaking, uh, you know, Kyogo. He was on great form, Jota. Um, he'll be back in the new year. Well, mm-hmm. we're into the new year now. Yep. What about Jota? What's the price going to be? Well, the talk is six and a half million. Um, that, that that was um, the clause that was in in terms of the the, the option, the loan option plus buy. Uh, Jot has been fantastic. He really has. He's he's you know the way he gets at his fullbacks. He's got that final pass which you've seen in the European football, the ball for Kyogo, and he's got the goals. Um, he's unfortunate that he picked up that injury. Positive news for Celtic is that although there has been that managerial change with Benfica. 
talks have, have been ongoing between both clubs. So that looks as if it's something that's going to happen as well. I mean, six and a half million. Big money. Yeah, I, I was going to put it the other way. Well, yeah. Is that not a steal yeah. for somebody who, if it goes well for a couple of years with Celtic, they could well, well sell him on for much more? Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. Uh, but in terms of the Scottish market, six and a half million, when you start spending that kind of money, I mean, Julian, I think, was seven million. Mm. It's, it's big money for Scotland. But you're right, this this player has the potential that within two years you could flip him. Um I'm not talking about picking him up and flipping him, but you no. can flip him for for, <laughs> yeah. for double that. Yeah, you, yeah, 15, 16, 20 million. So yeah. it, it would be really good business for Celtic because he he has been in fantastic form. Hopefully, uh, for him and and for the football club, he's not out too long with a hamstring injury. Mm. How good do you think Jota could become? I mean, could he make yeah. it then in England or yeah, back yeah, no, in he can, Benfica? He can. Or... The, the the thing that I thought was going to be a challenge for him was the physicality, mm-hmm. um, yep. but. I think that he's adapted really well. Um, I'm sure he's improved uh, in in that area. Um, you know, he has that ability to repeat efforts in terms of the speed. It stays at a decent level for the whole 90 minutes. He gets goals. He has that ability to to go by defenders uh, and play that clever pass, like I said. But physically, you need to be able to match. And he's shown that not only can he can he do that he can push people out of the way so he's got a big future Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre Paul Cooney with Craig Moore and uh, yeah quite a lot on the go today so we mentioned Jota we gave you the latest on Nathan Patterson Maeda Hatate and uh, Idaguchi mm-hmm. here on known as uh, Gucci just wants to be we'll have to watch him Watch, yeah, watch, Gucci. good, 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 like that, yeah. like that. I mean, you know, if you want to be called Gucci, he must have a little bit about him. Indeed. Yeah, he must have a bit of confidence. Um, and hopefully, like I said, he, he hits the ground running. All these Japanese players, one thing I can guarantee you, technically will be very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the way that they're brought up, the way, the way that they're educated, all be very, very good on the ball. Celtic need a striker because obviously Kyogo, they can't just rely on him. Yeah. A Yeti, I mean, what else can you say about a Yeti? It just it hasn't worked out. And no. Jikamakis is the well, it's the great unknown, isn't he? Still has been injured. Yeah, has, has been. Well, one thing that we do know about, about Maeda is mm. he's quick. Um, he is a striker that can play all the areas up top, and he's a flying machine. More importantly, scores goals. Scored twenty-two, a joint top goal scorer of the J League. So you you you, you talk about what if Kyogo's not playing? Where are my goals going to come from? Mm-hmm. Maeda will give you goals. Ex-Celtic goalkeeper signed another two-year deal the other day, pretty much on his 39th birthday. You know who I'm speaking about, Craig Gordon. I mean, he was was the one that got away for Celtic. Mm. But for Hearts, what a find. But his deal was only up until the end of the season, so I know there was some interest from the Championship. And I'll tell you what, that got them uh, sorting out the contract. You're pleased for him, aren't you? Absolutely delighted. You look at his form this season, um, it's been incredible. Uh, the way he carries himself, the way he looks after himself. At 39 years of age to then sign a new two-and-a-half-year contract, takes him into his 40s. But what I love... Well worked out. Thank you, Craig. You don't miss much, do you? No, no, just a couple of years. But but what what I love about Craig Gordon is he's... At halfway stage, he's definitely my goalkeeper of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no doubt about that. But when he makes those big saves, it's like that that striker that scores a goal. You see him celebrate Mm -hmm. how much it means to him, and I think that that just flows through... His team, and uh, he, he's been a huge bonus uh, for Hearts this season. Uh, a young player, he's only 21, he's not 22 until March, is Ewan Henderson, yep. Celtic uh, defender, mm-hmm. uh, who he's been on loan at Alawa with at Barry Alawa. Ferguson. Um, so, Hebb's interested, Sean Maloney. Well, again, there's a there's a Celtic connection there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, in terms of the intel... Um, he would have known. I mean, Sean Maloney would know exactly what he's he's getting into if that possibility mm-hmm. was to go through. You and Henderson, 
Look, I've seen bits and pieces of. He's, he's got his fair share of goals, actually. I think he scored a few goals for, for Alloa. Yep. Uh, done a decent job. Um, so it'd be interesting to see these younger players. Like I said, it's about it's about that opportunity. It's about playing. It's about playing regular. But Ewan Henderson, if he gets that opportunity, Hibs are an interesting one in, in, in terms of Maloney. He's come in, he's had a couple of great results. What are they going to look like moving forward? I think he'll do really well. Yep, he's a good midfielder. And uh, we wish him all the best because Celtic have been strong in the midfield, haven't they? You know, Christie's yeah. gone now, but, you know, with McGregor. I mean, Sora's another one, though, that hasn't really happened for him. Turnbull, we hope, will be back. Well, he's out now. Mm-hmm. He's not, we're not going to see him in January, I don't think, uh, David I think, I think if you th- the players that you're mentioning there, if mm-hmm. anybody was going to be allowed to, to, to possibly go out on loan, mm-hmm. you would say it would be Sora. You know, he, he did come into the team last season at the same time as Turnbull, and they done they actually done really, really well. You liked the look of him, didn't you? Yeah, I think he, at that stage uh, he'd done well because Celtic were a little bit out of sorts, and I think Soto and Turnbull come in and really lifted Celtic. Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to kick on this season. Um, yeah, but you've also got McCarthy that's not really kicked on, has he? Uh, Rogic has been immense. Turnbull's been immense. McGregor's been fantastic, uh, and and now when you you bring in potentially uh, Iraguchi in the midfield. They're, they're well covered in the in the central area. They certainly are. Um, Callum McGregor, he was in your team yeah, yeah, the other yeah, night. Yeah. Arguably the most consistent player, certainly the most consistent Celtic player this season. Again, would that be fair? Yeah, I think it yeah. is fair. I think it is fair. I think when, when you, you look at someone who is reliable, who you know is going to be a seven or eight every single week, every single match, he's your man. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the armband... Uh, in terms of you know captain and being the captain now of the football club, he's it's a huge honour for himself. Obviously, in terms of uh, the way he feels about the football club, the length of time he's been at the football club, but he seems to be that one player that can really get the team going. Mm-hmm. That that one tackle, that one pass, that one goal that all of a sudden just lifts that crowd. He's been enormous. Of course, there are two Ewan Hendersons, and the one that Hibs are interested in is the Celtic one, because the other one at Alloa um, is uh, an attacking a different player? one. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So player? just different things dropping at the moment. So we're just bringing them to you. Um, there's a lot on the go. It's chant transfer window time, and every night we'll be on five till six until. Well, it's just two weeks' time. Yeah, the season will will start again. Yes, hopefully with the fans back. Fingers crossed for that. Uh, down south, let's see what's happening. Man United up against Wolves and a bit of the team news. So Scott McTominay is in there and Ronaldo's going to play tonight because there's been a bit of controversy. That they've, uh, they've not been playing brilliantly, but they are, they're not losing under Ralph Ranić, but no. they're not setting the heather on fire. No, and, and look, I guess as a Man United, if you're a Manchester United supporter, that's you want to be entertained. That's what you've been used to seeing over the years. But um, I think the pleasing thing for... Uh, people here in Scotland, McTominay get, getting his start again, uh, and you touch on Ronaldo, but he's also partnered uh, by Edison Cavani up mm. up top as well. So there's certainly a lot of experience uh, up top for Manchester United, two two quality players. But I think going two up top is is going to be useful for Manchester United going forward in this short period of time. There's so much expectation on on the shoulders of that team because they're packed with talent, and you're just looking at a former Scotland captain there yes. sitting next to Ralph Rangnick. That's right, Darren Fletcher there, um, who's who's in the year of Ralph Rangnick. So it's good mm. to see him involved at, at that yep. top level. Again, we know how important he was for Man- Manchester United through their 
top top years. What a career! What a career! Yeah, 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 top top player done done a great job. So again, another Scotsman heavily involved with Manchester United. Who's going to win tonight? Then Wolves uh, have come to town. They don't concede too many goals but up against Man United, who really need the win. What's going to happen? What do you think? Craig? Yeah, I think yep. that, I think this is going to be. You're right. You touch on Wolves don't score many goals, do they? Um, but they hang into games. Uh, they make it competitive. But I think Man United will win this two 0 tonight. And can anyone catch Manchester City? We touched on it earlier, but when you think about it, I mean, Chelsea just not getting the wins just now. Liverpool. Yeah, it's, look, it's hard. I heard I heard a crazy stat. What was the stat? The crazy stat was um, something like 17 times um, that, that Man City, in terms of the games they've played, uh, they've never gone behind. They win those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liverpool's stat was that when they've got, they've gone behind 12 times or something like that and, and come over the top, um, and basically they're five short of Manchester City in terms of what were winning positions for them when they won the league mm-hmm. to now Man City they just seem to be just grinding out result after result after result and they keep possession so well don't they so they make it tough for the opposition there's been so much controversy in England about you know games every 48 hours during uh, the Boxing Day period into the new yeah. year but they play with such composure they, they, they keep the ball so well they must make it hard to play against they just it's incredible when you watch Man City and, and the way that they dominate and control a game of football and then I look at the central defenders mm-hmm. and they're, they're not on the halfway line they're like deep in the opponent's half and all that sort of stuff so already when the ball's breaking they, they just suffocate you to death Um such dominance that they have and well, it doesn't matter what starting eleven's available to them because every player that they bring in is just the highest level of quality um, so I, I can't see them losing the title Do you think there was too much chat about players being so tired uh, in England because I mean well they didn't look tired Chelsea, Liverpool yeah. both I mean you know Liverpool went down to 10 men with Manny going off but uh, they didn't look tired either of them last night uh, and, and, and especially down south the squads are that Deep, you know, you're talking 35, 40 players. Um, so they, they, yes, they play a lot of games. Yes, the the tempo and the intensity of the game, obviously over the years, has increased. But they're fine. They're fine. You know, like they, the managers always seem to find an, an opportunity, unless it's a cup competition, to field their strongest possible players. Um, you know, the top players. Talking about Ronaldo, he's knocked out 60 games a year for the last 10 years. No, no problem. Incredible, isn't it? The no fitness problem. of him. Incredible. You know, just like, yeah, he's 30, 36 years yeah. of age and physically in unbelievable condition. They're professionals. They should be able to play 60 games a season. A few other things we want to ask you about in the next section. Tony Watt, we know he's going to Dundee United, but they still haven't done the deal to bring him early. Mm. Pre-contract looks to have been done. Tony Watt, and it could be a player exchange as well so that you know the money will be done yeah. but also they could give them a couple of players and Dundee United I'm going to ask you about that look as though they could do with some players because when you look at their record they had a really good start to the season yeah. but and we know that they took the scalp of the champions Rangers um, second day of the season yeah, yeah. but uh, they're finding it tough just now who is going to go down and also we'll give you the latest on the Nathan Patterson move which looks to be getting closer every moment that's coming up next with the taxicenter.com your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you let's go on go let's go 
Go Radio Football Show. It's the New Year's edition here, January the 3rd, the holiday in Scotland and a holiday tomorrow as well, but this time tomorrow night it'll be Stephen Cragen, the Northern Ireland, the former international, the motherwell defender and uh, while he's on everything, he'll be here with Rob McLean, number one commentator in Scotland. I still believe that, Craig. Rob's our number one. Number one. Number one. Yeah, yeah. How many times can we say number one? Well, number one. <laughs> but, yeah, let, let him think he's number one. Uh, no, he is, isn't he? Man United nil, Wolves nil. That's the story so far yeah. there. Earlier today, Red and Derby drew 2-2 and Preston a 2-1 win for them against Stoke City those were the headlines down south there was the meeting face-to-face with uh, Romelu Lukaku and his manager Thomas Tuchel I wish I'd been a fly on the wall in that one after training but uh, surely it'll be sorted because the fans will forgive him as soon as he goes out and bangs a couple of goals in for them well that's what he needs to do that's what they signed him for they spent a lot of money as you mentioned 90 odd million um, 97 and a half yeah yep. it's incredible and you know what international break and or around about that time mm. when, when they, they, they tend to go back and they speak to different journos there's always a story that comes out uh, but this was a, this was a strong story so did to, you ever get caught to, out that way I couldn't get away with it because go back to Australia it's still English speaking yeah, country oh, yeah. you know so oh, it was normally you go yeah. back to those countries where different language and all of a sudden the players had always a great excuse uh, but it's translation boss translation oh, yeah that old one that yeah. old one I don't um, know if he said that actually did he do it in Italian I know he had some time obviously nah, into Milan yeah, and that's yeah. what yeah, he's but, playing it I kind of get it but when you've been paid that the kind of money he's yeah, been yeah. paid yeah. Um, then you know you want you should be concentrating on Chelsea yeah and it's a massive game and, and Tuchel made the the correct decision, you know, when when there becomes too much noise, um, the focus has got to be on the club, the team, and, and and trying to get the best results. So Lukaku wasn't part of that. So, you're confident that Nathan Patterson will be up against Lukaku, Salah, Phil Foden, that was brilliant. Grealish, brilliant, yeah, um, and, and yeah, he he will be. Look, fingers crossed, because you're now at the stage where it's it's dotting the eyes, crossing the t's. Yes, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that that will all go. Um, you know, well, which means, as you touch on, what an opportunity for the for the young boy. You know, he's he's got a lot to do in terms of his game will improve out of sight, and just by hopefully getting that exposure to to those regular games. But every week, you know, every weekend, every three days, we waking up, you know, playing against unbelievable players, um, top top draw, being tested week in week out, which is going to put him in a great position also for Scotland national team. Yeah. He's um, and he's super confident, isn't he? he looks, he, he doesn't seem to have any fear. Not an arrogance, but there's a real confidence about him and a real sense of purpose when he bombs forward yeah. and he can defend as well. So it's going to be fascinating. The situation is the deal's not done yet, but it's very, very close. It will be up to 16 million with all the add-ons. And Craig was telling us Rangers probably taking a bigger chunk up front just now, and yep. maybe not so much later on, a and a yeah. sell-on if he goes on elsewhere. Um, but there's huge optimism that it, it's hard to say huge optimism (laughs) that it will happen yeah yeah uh, all sides so uh, the Rangers fans that are contacting us overall they accept it they realise he's got to go on Uh, they've got a strong squad and they couldn't really keep him and you couldn't reject that kind of money and I think the pleasing thing um, if this goes through which obviously looks as if it's going to be the case is it's done early Mm -hmm. it's done early on in the window people are able to get on do the business um so that then you know what else needs to be done. I think when things happen towards the, the latter end or the, the later stages of the window and you're chasing a little bit, but good position, great for the player, great for the football club. Hopefully Everton have got themselves a wonderful player. Craig, this is a first. We've spoken for 50 minutes during a transfer window and we haven't mentioned the Colombian, Alfredo Morelos, because it was always the narrative, wasn't it? He's maybe yes. going to Lille. Yes. You know, they were offered 12 to 14 million. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
18 months ago and they must be wishing in some ways they'd taken it. Or is that It was big money. No, it was, yeah. big, it was big money. The, what I will say is that since Giovanni's come back in, mm-hmm. into town, um, Morelos looks a lot happier player. Um, he's back to scoring goals. Yep. I've got to say he looks in far better condition. Yeah. Uh, as well can that happen that quickly Major I suppose it is what yeah, now yeah. Uh, two months yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's um, look he's definitely played he's we've always said we know his talent mm-hmm. uh, but I just really enjoyed the turnaround um, it was needed it was needed for himself it was needed for the team um, but he's doing it with a smile on his face now Paul so yep. I, I think uh, fair play to Giovanni because I probably would have left him out in the initial stages but Giovanni stuck with him uh, and all of a sudden uh, Morelos as all good strikers do, a couple of goals, all of a sudden confidence, turnaround. Well done. You've got to say well done to him. And you think he'll probably be staying? We certainly haven't heard of any interest uh, yeah, I, I think he'll be staying. Yeah. Yeah, I would think uh, he would be staying. And again, because of this potential deal with Nathan Patterson, it would also give Rangers a very, very strong position on any future transfers. There's no need to, to go to market and sell needlessly. Mm. It would give them a strong position. Because look what everyone's playing for this year. The title and £40 million automatically into the Champions League, which hasn't happened for a long, long time. And he's an asset. You know, our colleague Baddy Ferguson always says he would virtually be the first person in his team sheet for Rangers. And and I kind of get that because if you're the opposition manager and you hear there's no Morellas, you must be pleased. Or if you were yeah, a defender against him. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I know Barry will. Um, we played together and I know that he would have been a player that hugely frustrated Barry mm-hmm. uh, as well because, you know, he's... he's, he's be wanting to look to play it off feet, bounce and get underneath him and all that. But when he wasn't able to really make that movement, <laughs> I know what Barry was like. He would have been giving him an unbelievable serve. But Morelos is looking good. He's scoring goals. And, and most importantly, playing with a smile on his face. So Nathan Patterson will almost certainly be going to Everton. He had the medical today. Mm-hmm. And uh, all sides confident, hugely optimistic that this is happening. And it sounds to be a good deal for Rangers. Who can they not afford to lose? And is it Joe Aribo? Is it Ryan Kent? Because you can't lose too many players now. Because uh, no, no, you, know. you don't. You don't want it all happening at once. And I mean, oh, we can all understand. And, and Ross Wilson, I think, has done a fantastic job through the the managerial process. Um, you know, having a plan in terms of players. You don't want it all happening at once. Um, you know, so Aribo. There's always speculation around about Aribo uh, with his performances that have been so good. Kent, at some stage, will go. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. But I just feel as if. Rangers now are probably in a strong position um, to, to, to keep their squad intact, potentially add, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the start of next season, I'm sure there'll be more business done. We hope that uh, I see some of the headlines today in the record and the sun. In fact, it's a record exclusive from Keith Jackson. Scottish football's cash track clubs have yet to receive a penny of an emergency bailout meant to protect them from the latest COVID breakdown. Uh, in lockdown we hope that the money comes to the clubs because Aberdeen alone said they would lose half a million pounds during this break and it's it's a, a lot of money yeah it's a lot of money and and at the end of the day I think if if money has is meant to have crossed desks and you know been paid by government we've got to be firm and say mm. get it paid was that you banging the sorry yeah, yes yeah, it was no, my ring sorry no my no, no, club, yeah, no need to get it sorted yeah we need to be yeah. stronger we need to be stronger because at the end of the day, like I said, I think at, at times football gets a mm. bit of a, a, 
a bit of a bum go, you know. We're like, an easy target. Aren't yeah, we? I think you know? so. Remember that red card to Scottish football and all that. You know when uh, what's his name Bolingoli did that utterly yeah. stupid, outrageous yeah. thing going away. Mm-hmm. But you know, oh, we're going to red card Scottish football, really? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, so, we can be very allowed five hundred, five hundred to games, but I mean, not saying I don't like darts or don't love darts, no. but three thousand people yeah. uh, in a so. Let's get the punters back in watching the football in a safe in a safe possible way. So, answering the question, bringing you back to the question, is it uh, Aribo you'd hate to lose for Rangers to lose him? I'm going to ask you about Celtic next. So, would it be Aribo? Uh, yeah, yeah, Aribo wouldn't like to lose Aribo just because he has been the mainstay in this Rangers team so far this season. Most consistent. Yeah. See Barcelona among a number of clubs interested in signing Borussia Dortmund's Erling Haaland. Uh, you'd be hoping. Well, are you hoping? Because we're going to see him here in February playing against Rangers. Yeah. Or will we? Yeah, well, or will we? You're right. Um, but there's been so much. I mean, he could pick, pick whatever club he wants to go to in the world. Mm. Um, you know, such as is his raw talent. I was saying raw talent, but we've seen, we've seen he's an absolute beast. He scores for fun, doesn't he? Absolute fun. Um, it's just whether or not he wants to come come to England or not because um, he's been linked to Manchester United, hasn't he? He's been linked to also Chelsea. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Barcelona, you name it. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So for Rangers, we know Nathan Patterson just about on his way to sign for Everton. He is down there just now. Um, for Celtic, the three Japanese players yep. have arrived. Yep. Gucci is in the building. Hatate, the left fullback, and Maeda, the striker. 22 goals, did you say? This season, yes, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was 22. And, 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 and they, they need to, they need to, they need a backup for for Kyogo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, especially with Jack and Marcus, who who hasn't hasn't featured really, has he? He's he's had one goal where you think, okay, well now he's going to go on, and then he was injured again. So Jack and Marcus hasn't featured at all. Definitely need backup in that area if you want to put yourself in a position to win a title. Who's going to come up to the Premiership for next season then, the Cinch Premiership? Arbroath and Inverness, nil-nil yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's a good result, well, for Arbroath, isn't it? It's not a bad one for Inverness. But, uh, and uh, Queen of the South, nil. Hamilton, three. So the Aki's got a win there. But mm-hmm. looking then at the First Division, Arbroath on 38 points. Three points ahead of Inverness, but Inverness have one game in hand. Mm-hmm. Wraith Rovers on 34 points, and uh, they drew nil-nil with Dunfermline. Big Yogi doing well there. Yep. Uh, and then Kilmarnock on 33, Partick Thistle on 31. Who is coming up? We're now in January, mm-hmm. you know, and we kind of smile. We weren't laughing about it, but mm-hmm. they're a part-time team, are both. Dick Campbell's done an amazing job. Mm. Um, you know, you're talking about in Scottish football, I think he's probably... Done the best. Mm. The, the best part time we touch on top of the table championship um, at the halfway mark. I, I find that absolutely incredible and um, what he's achieved. It's fairy tale stuff, oh, isn't it? Oh, really? Yeah. That's a movie. That's a movie. We yes. make a movie. Dick Campbell. He wouldn't like that very much, would he? He'd love that. Robert Duvall and oh. Ali McCoy. It's not another one. <laughs> did, did you ever <laughs> see that movie? Oh, see, well, straight uh, to video, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, straight to video. Oh, listen, we all love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. Nah, yeah. straight, straight to video. But I'll tell you what, I yeah. think Kilmarnock. Mm-hmm. I think Kilmarnock, and they've not announced anything, no, I haven't. think, at the moment nope. in terms of new manager coming nope. in. But they're, they're in a, a decent position, only five points with a game in hand mm. um, of our growth at the moment. If they get the right manager, um, the player roster's good. I think that mm. they could be the ones that come up. That's a good job for somebody, isn't it? Oh, Paul Hartley's job. been mentioned for it. Yeah, but uh, we will, this week, bring you right up to date. I think there will be an appoint, appointment very soon. There'd have to be. Because to take the manager out, what, that was two over two weeks ago. Yeah. Tommy Wright's yeah. gone. Um, League One. 
A good win for Airdrie at Dumbarton 1-0 Montrose winning 2-0 at East 5 And Cove Rangers Is anyone going to catch them? They had no. a one goal victory Late goal McAllister At Peterhead So Cove are on 43 points mm-hmm. Montrose on 38 Airdrie on 35 And Queen's Park mm-hmm. winning. they've got two games in hand They're on 27 And of course they uh, parted company With the manager uh, Just the other day That's a good yep. job for somebody Isn't it? Queen's Park I think that that's a top club mm-hmm. uh, With a massive future Um Everything that they're looking to to do there for me um, is is unbelievably professional. Any uh, young aspiring manager that that potentially gets the opportunity at, at, at Queens Park, I think it's a, a great job um, because I think you know the next three to four years uh, they're a team I expect to see in the Premiership. Dundee United would love to be staying in the Premiership and there didn't look to be any doubt about it. But they've had mm. a tough couple of weeks. But Dundee, that's why they've added Tony Watt. They need goals. What? No, but yeah, look, the the thing is, Tony Watt, um, pre contract, which has been reported, look, they definitely want to try and do business, I think, um, before then. Dundee United have been very good this season. Mm. They have gone on uh, a little bit of a dip at the moment. So they need goals. Tony Tony Watt would be a big part of that. Be a huge loss to Motherwell as well, because I think the partnership between him and Van Veen has been a very strong one. Have you made any New Year's resolutions, Greg Moore? No, I don't believe yep. in New Year's resolutions. Every day. It's another day and enjoy the day. Yeah? Att- attack every day, make it a winner. Yep. Well, you helped it today. I, I saw you on, you're on Sky, aren't you, doing Looking Forward to This Year? Oh, poorly, so. poorly, the half-time no, review. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. Half-time. Well, we heard you with uh, Rob last week, so yeah. overall Rangers six points clear and yes. you expect Rangers to lift the title come April, May? Look, I still think that, um, that Rangers uh, are the favourites. Mm. Um, I, I do believe it will be a title race. Very interesting to see how the, the Celtic new recruits hit the ground. Uh, but I, I think Rangers will still win the league. And GVB, season. you played alongside him, yep. has made an impressive start. I see Stephen Gerrard's Villa lost yesterday and that's the first time they've lost out with Man City and uh, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, and he yeah. was disappointed with the goals yeah. that, that he conceded. You, again, you see his interview after it. Extremely disappointed. But look, that's the challenge. Um, more so down there because Aston Villa, yes... Great club. You're not expected to win every game. Um, how you deal with that, how you handle that. Um, but he was disappointed with the goals that he lost. That's the hour has come and gone. Craig, thanks for joining us. Thank we'll you. come back during the week later on and do it again. Can't yeah. wait, can't wait. Rob's back here tomorrow night at, at five. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Delivering cars to taxi drivers in Scotland for over 20 years. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.